three nerds in their 30s, each with family and job responsibilities. Time is limited, money is limited, maturity is setting in, but there's always time for a little lunch. Pull up a chair and open up your brown paper bag. Nerd Lunch is beginning now. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Nerd Lunch podcast. I am Carlin Trammell, but you can call me CT. And this will be one of our more animated episodes, but more on that in just a minute. First, I want to bring in our nerds. And uh, first off, I just want to say, sadly, the chair usually occupied by Jeej sits empty on this episode. He uh, had a scheduling conflict and will be unable to join us. Hopefully, that will not translate into a massive dip into our podcast reviews. We are going to go on and carry on without him like I know he would want us to do. I think. Like I think he would want us to do. Yeah. Well, just want you to know we're sitting in the missing man formation right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whatever that is in Skype, it's the missing man formation. All right. Well, uh, and you've just heard his voice from the Cavalcade of Awesome blog at cavalcadeofawesome.net. Paxton Holly, Welcome, Pax. Hello, CT. I'm just sitting here in the Hall of Justice performing some speed dating right now. <laughs> yes. And, and, it's what the Hall of Justice was built to do. <laughs> yes. And Jaina won't leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> all right now on to our rotating fourth chair or i guess third chair tonight uh we are very honored to be joined by the head of the geek girls network at geekgirlsnetwork.com Kristen riley welcome Kristen. hello thank you guys for having me on thank you so much for being on it is a great honor to have you with us you don't sound like you're reading it so much i am not i am not i'm not reading it i didn't write that out <laughs> <laughs> at least not longhand I didn't write that. <laughs> I have to write if I want to be cordial. I have to write it down first. It's, oh, okay. It's, <laughs> well, I appreciate it. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, you um, you run the Geek Girls Network uh, site. Is that correct? You're you're sort of the the head honcho there. Is that that's my understanding? Yes, that's true. Yep. Um, we started. Uh, oh my gosh, going on two years already. It just it flew by, but. We, we didn't feel like a long time ago, um, me and the, the few girlfriends that I had that kind of enjoyed um, comics and video games like I did, didn't feel like there was a big presence for other females on the internet. So we're like, oh, let's start like a Twitter or something. And um, because of that, we just found tons and tons of females that were into the same things we were. So I'm like, awesome, let's, we'll start a website and we'll just you know, have people send in submissions and we'll kind of be like the, you know, that one place that girls feel comfortable going to voice their opinions and share their knowledge and uh from that it turned into a podcast and events and panels at comic-con and and we've been going pretty strong for the last two years so now is the main hub or the headquarters so to speak is it is it the blog is it the geekgirlsnetwork.com or or would you say yeah definitely the blog um and uh nicole weakland who i think you've had on the show before yes yeah uh, her and I started a podcast a couple months ago, and that's actually been picking up a lot of uh, a lot of steam. So we're really excited that we kind of have this like brand new avenue to, you know, to reach out to people with. So what's the name of the podcast? So if people want to uh, listen to that in addition to this Nerd Lunch podcast, how would they uh, find that? That's on iTunes, I assume, or it is. Yep, it's free in iTunes. Um, and actually, if you just go to geekgirlsnetwork dot com, um, all the episodes are you know are right there. Um, so you can listen to them, and it's got like our notes and you know fun links and whatnot. Oh, you publish notes for your podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> what a novel concept! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we do all that that extra fun stuff. Huh. Well, huh. Way to make us look bad. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, you know, when we get around to it. What? <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> we, we, yeah, we assume our reader, our listeners, know more than. It's like we don't. We don't need to show them anything else. Well, initially, we assumed we didn't have listeners, so that was the. Oh. Well, <laughs> and I don't think that was an assumption. Either. It turned. It turns out we we actually do have a couple, so that's that's pretty cool. So. Oh, Th- awesome! Thanks, yeah, I didn't Mom. know who you guys were for before you invited me on. So thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm actually a really big fan. I'm. I was so excited to hear because I know you guys from uh, the Atomic Geeks, and I was so excited to hear you guys got your own show. Yeah, it's about time they let us uh, let us do that, right? <laughs> I know, really. <laughs> um, well, so uh, kind of what top? I mean, you said you've already said sort of comic books and video games. I mean, do you just cover the gamut of geek and nerdy kind of topics, or what? Like, what's the focus of? I guess first, what's the focus of the podcast? Is it just anything that strikes your fancy, or or what? Yeah, we kind of um, for the. We, we try and hit like the umbrella of female nerdum. So, um, you know, I obviously don't know, you know, I'm not into everything. Um, but so, so for like the website, we have submissions um, so we can really hit like every category. So there's something there for everybody. Um, so we try and do the same thing on the on the podcast. And, you know, depending on what the news is going on that week or um, like new shows coming out or new comics or video games. So we try and hit on all that stuff. Um, and then sometimes Nicole and I just run out of stuff to talk about, so we just like do you know nerd banter for, <laughs> for a half an hour, and just argue and try <laughs> uh, try and win ridiculous arguments for no reason. There's arguing on your podcast. We we, we oh, need to yeah. do that too. What's that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that's well, fine. But yeah, we try and hit uh, a little bit of everything. And so you on the blog, you have people can submit. Um, submit uh, articles then to the, to the main blog or do they have their own blogs and then they have a geek girls network banner or how, how does that work exactly? Um, yeah, they submit it right to the network. Although we're a little bit behind in the moment answering people and I'm so freaking sorry, but <laughs> um, yeah, they submit it right to like the main blog and then um, I'll post like, you know, whoever the writer is, they get a little bio page right on geek girls network and then their article goes up and if they ever feel like writing again in the future, everything will link back to their bio page. So I think we have like, we've had almost 30, um, 30 different writers so far. That's pretty cool. So, um, so that, so it kind of goes to what you were saying earlier. Like you said, you know, you had a couple of friends who were, uh, feeling like you didn't, there wasn't really anything out there for you like this, but, but now you've got 30 uh, contributors and you've, you know, I think Twitter has shown that there are, tons of geek girls out there now. I mean, is, what, do you, what do you think of the geek girl culture as a whole right now? I, I think it's definitely, you know, I, you know, back when I started, there really, it really wasn't a thing. I mean, we were out there, but it just really wasn't being talked about. And um, I think now we're, we've pretty much saturated the interwebs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really, if you go, you know, if you go on Google or whatever, you type in geek girls and tons of stuff comes up now, tons of personal blogs, um, so many online stores I've seen just over the last year have dedicated just special search engines on their storefronts for the geek girl population. So I think like um, if they didn't know we're here, they definitely know we're here now. That's yeah, that's for sure. It's pretty interesting to me. Like that's something that um, I remember going to 
comic book conventions even just say, I don't know, seven, eight years ago, ten years ago, and it looked like most of the girls who were there were being drugged there by their boyfriends or, or husbands <laughs> or something, and and uh, that does not seem to be. The, I don't, and I haven't gone to conventions of late, but like when I see pictures and stuff online, that does not seem to be the case. It seems to be like a 180. And I don't know, was it, you know, and maybe there's no way of even really knowing this, but was it that those those girls really, like, there weren't geek girls 10 years ago, or they were just really hiding it. They were really um, feeling like they had, they couldn't go out and, and show off the fact that they were geek girl or geek fans. Yeah, I think it's definitely the latter. I mean, I even know for me, I've been reading comics since... Yeah, I was like 10 or 11 and I didn't go into my local comic book shop because I felt uncomfortable because, you know, I just wanted to pick what I like. And I always felt like I was being challenged by, you know, guys my own age. And, you know, honestly, even now, there's so many times where like, you know, I'll, I'll be in a group of people um, and I'll be like, oh, you know, I just started reading such and such comic and then immediately start getting quizzed by guys. Like I have to prove still my nerdum, <laughs> you know, and I think so. But now because you know, geek girls are so saturated that I think we feel a lot more comfortable because, you know, now you can go out and be in a group, a nice mix of male and female. And um, and the girls are the first one to be like, oh, did you just start reading this? Well, I know a lot about this and you'd probably like this comic. And there's a lot more sharing and <laughs> right, nurturing right. of, you know, of all the stuff that you like. Well, I think definitely the internet plays a big part of that where even for me, like even when I was in high school, there weren't, like I just remember, you know, growing up being a huge comic book fan and there were not that many, um, there were really no, there was nobody who went to my high school that I knew of that was as huge of a comic book fan as I was. And I remember having access to uh, message boards or even being able to get away to go to a convention uh, on one occasion when I was that young and and uh, just thinking, wow, there are other people in this world who who do share my same interests, and um, and then you know then along comes the internet and uh, you know Twitter and social media and this uh, just you know the fact that you can just do a quick search on Twitter and find hundreds of people who share your interests and have instant access to them is uh, is a huge way to tear down those walls and uh, and and find other people who almost empower you, I would assume. Yeah. Oh, that's totally what it is. Like, I wish this happened when I was in high school. I was like, you know, I had my very small group of friends. Um, and not that I even technically wanted a larger group of friends, but I, I always kind of felt like a loner. You know, I just I never felt like I was part of anything. And, um, you know, that's another reason, I guess, why I started the website. So just I wanted to feel like I was part of something. And then I found like literally thousands upon thousands of women that were like, yeah, us too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's even a geek girl convention now. Did you guys hear about this? No, but I was like, could I go to that? Could not surprise me. Yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs) Yeah, actually, this year, um, just in October, was the very first geek girl con in uh, Seattle. Huh. Wow. So, was the focus just um, geek? Geek girl fans, or they have like creators come in as well, like um, Gail Simone or somebody like that, like like female (laughs) creators who. Yeah, totally. Like the whole nine. Real convention and everything. Yeah, it's like a real, real deal convention. So vendors, um, you know, creators, the whole bit. Hmm. Pretty wow. cool. Yeah, we're taking over. Watch out, guys. We did a nerd lunch pod uh, convention once. Did you ever see that video? No. <laughs> <laughs> how many? How many people came to that one? Well, uh, one. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a crowd of one. Awesome. <laughs> 
Oh, we got yeah. Check it out someday. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyways, well, I guess uh, on that whole note of um, you know women empowerment and and girls, uh, you know. Uh, getting connected. We're going to change gears and go right into our main topic, which kind of um, may go in a slightly different angle, but um, <laughs> but Pax and I will try and be in our best behavior. Oh, just, you don't have to do that for Just me, for really, you, Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> don't hold back on my account, really. <laughs> so the, uh, the topic for uh, this episode is something that I uh, call cartoon crushes. And uh, the idea was that what if we were turned into cartoon characters and we were then um, forced to find companionship uh, amongst all of the cartoon characters available to us. Who, who would we want to have as our significant cartoon other? And I've got a couple of different categories that, that I've sort of uh, given to everybody to sort of come up with some different, uh, different ideas, but that's, that's what we're going to do. That's what the focus is going to be. And uh, hopefully we will not get too creepy because I know that there are definitely some cartoon characters that as soon as soon as Pac says that he uh, wants to date that bunny from uh, Bugs Bunny or something like that, it's gonna get, <laughs> it's gonna get weird. But don't don't give away my choices, man. But, <laughs> <laughs> so the first one we'll talk about the first category. This is um, the one that I call the one who likes you more than you like them. So this is this person is really sweet. They're nice. You you don't mind hanging out with them, but you just don't share that same attraction that they feel towards you. And uh, so, Pax, let's start with you. Uh, who who did you put into this category? Oh man. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> this was a really tough one, just because I have to put myself in the headspace that um, this chick likes me, and I'm like, I'm like, ah, she likes me, but. I just don't like her, and I, that's just not where, where I normally am. So, in this one, I put um, Kara Zor-El, the S- Supergirl from Jeff Loeb's uh, Superman Batman run. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Supergirl, and that's one of my favorite incarnations. And uh, it's a tough one because I love <laughs> I love that character, but she's supposed to be like 16 years old, and she's highly sexualized. <laughs> and, uh, it, it's so it's like. It's kind of a double-edged sword, but uh, I picked her there because she is. She's sweet. She's really nice. Um, and if I was a cartoon, I could see where <clears throat> that she would like me. And like because she's so young, it's like no, I can't have any of that. I don't know well, if there's any. Sound I don't like she likes you more than you like her. It sounds like she likes you more than you're supposed to like her. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. It's like, yeah, and I don't know if there's such a thing as statutory rape in cartoon. Land. <laughs> I mean, so, so th- I mean, but that's who I put in there. So, uh, that's, okay. Yeah, we're already off to a terrible start. Yeah, we're already off to a big. I knew we're off to the exact start. I was hoping we'd be off. To. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do. That's why you started with me. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, Kristen, what about you? Who who did you put into this category? Um, I put uh, Prince Adam, or AKA He Man. Um, well, now there's a, I, there might be a difference. The, I I really I don't feel that there is a difference. <laughs> 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 I, I mean, he's a nice guy and all, but there's just something about the. The overtaining bleach blonde, Conan the Barbarian kind of look. Is it the haircut? Is that what you don't like about it? I think yeah. I think it's the the painter's boy haircut and the 
The furry like, underoos. Yeah, the, the sweater vest over the unitard. Yeah. He's got like that pink, the pink shirt on. And yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't do it for me either way. But I, I could see him like, like I'd almost be attracted to him because he's like a big protector. But then he just, you know, I'd end up having some conversation with him. He needs to start crying and then start <laughs> right. a whole thing. So, Oh, I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know if he man would cry. <laughs> I mean, I think the thing, like he's got that whole Clark Kent Superman thing where Prince Adam's kind of the goofball, uh, uh, a bit of a klutz, a bit of, you know, like, uh, a goody two shoe, but he's just going to kind of shy away and, and, uh, almost embarrass himself so that he can excuse himself to ch- turn into heat so he can hold aloft his mighty sword. Which, which now that I <laughs> put it in that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. He just, I don't know. I don't know. He just doesn't do, I'm pretty sure I could make He-Man cry. I'd like to see you try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Prince Adam He Man is your choice for. Uh, so you think Prince Adam slash He Man would would like you? You, you think he would be? Yeah, I think to he'd you. see. You know, I'm a strong, independent woman, and he'd want to protect me, and we'd probably get along pretty great, having these similar alter egos. Uh, you know, I have a this awesome nerd alter ego, and then I work a stupid retail job in my daytime. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever see any potential problems like when when like Trapjaw and Beastman have attacked the town and you want to grab your bow staff and go out and fight them, uh, but Prince Adam doesn't want you to? Do you see any conflict there where he doesn't want you to fight? Oh, totally. We would totally get in a fight. I'm like, give me the uh, the sort of Grayskull. I'll just take care of this. Just sit home <laughs> and continue watching your Lifetime show. I got this. <laughs> 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 Or I guess, you know, he doesn't tell you he's He-Man. So then you go off to fight and he disappears. And you're like, where the hell did Adam go? Oh, it's Prince like, Adam. Again? And his dumb green cat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, look, right, there's he He-Man and his green cat. There's He-Man. The same physique and everything. <laughs> yeah, and he's all obviously a terrible, terrible liar. I mean... <laughs> They, they always are. That yeah. was one of the things I liked about the updated He-Man in uh, 2002 was they actually uh, made Prince Adam younger and skinnier so that when he turned into He-Man, he looked nothing like Prince Adam. You know, the two were very different. So at least... Oh, he did. He was kind of like this like this nerdy like high school kid almost. Yeah, he was a, a younger boy, which, which you'd have to, again, the same problem <laughs> Pax would have. Again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. All right. <laughs> I think we're going to run into that more often than we think here. It's possible because now <laughs> moving on to mine, I don't actually know how old my choice is, um, but but uh, but it's possible that she is also on the younger side of things. Um, I chose Melody from Josie and the Pussycats. Mm. Uh, my my reason for this is I think she would she's you know she's a drummer. I think she'd be incredibly fun um, to hang out with uh, from time to time. But she is a she's kind of a, a ditz, and by kind of I mean she's quite a bit of ditz, and I just don't think her and I would mesh well together. I'm I very much uh, like intelligent women and uh, uh, someone I can hold a conversation with, and um, I don't see that happening with with Melody. We talk about shoes a lot, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or drum riffs. Yes, drum riffs and shoes. <laughs> right. <laughs> But it would be cool, I guess, for a little while, like, you know, go check her out at shows. 
like that awesome chick drumming. That's that's my girl. That's yeah. She likes me. Yeah, that's what I would. And then right after the show, she starts talking to you, and you're like, oh god, oh, why? <laughs> why? Why, am I, why am I going out with you? Again? <laughs> yeah, I could see like, I mean, this wasn't one of my choices for later, but I could see like, you know, that would be the problem. Like Melody and I would be hanging out, but I would kind of be looking over at Josie, who's much smarter and also attractive, and just thinking, man, you know, that's. It's too bad. It's too bad this is the situation. <laughs> Are you dating Melody to get closer to Josie? If I were a cartoon, that would be what I what would happen. That's not what the real CT would do, but cartoon <laughs> CT would do that. <laughs> cartoon CT is all over that. <laughs> uh, so while we're in this category, did, um, did anybody have any second choices or third choices or anybody that you wanted to bring up uh, before we move on? I, uh, I had a... I originally had um, Sheila the Thief from uh, Dungeons and Dragons as my uh, as that choice because she was kind of shy and she I love that uh, invisibility cloak that she had but she was she's kind of shy and reserved and I could see her and she actually could fit in another one um, another category but I originally had her in this category where I could see her as being someone who liked me and but maybe I didn't know it or. Maybe I just didn't feel that way about her. I just thought she was, you know, a good friend or something. Right, right. Better. Did now she's on the younger side as well, correct? She is. I think all of them are. Right. They're like fourteen, fifteen. So yeah. I mean, at this point, <laughs> yeah. at this point, there's no taboos now. There, there's, wow. There's no taboos now. I'm, I'm I'm also assuming cartoon packs is fourteen or fifteen. Sure. That that's a safe assumption. I got age. <laughs> Otherwise, we're gonna get in trouble. Well, I mean, I think that there's something to be said for that, and you know, like whatever age like Shaggy and Fred and you know all those characters are like they're that age for like the last 50 years so right like, and when I and a lot of these picks well except for Supergirl because she was fairly recent but like Sheila she was a cartoon crush of mine even when I was watching it and so back in the day I would have been more appropriate age anyway so fair enough I'll let it slide thank, thank you <laughs> like I'm the like I'm the judge or something. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. Your are there are there prizes awarded after the show <laughs> for creepiest? Uh, yeah. <laughs> for creepiest? Oh man! I don't think you want the prizes. Yeah. <laughs> Kristen, did you have any uh, second or third choices for uh, for this category? No, not for this one. I uh, I also had written down Ariel from Thundar the Barbarian. Uh, I. I almost put her in another category, but I, I sort of felt like in the end, even though I, I could see kind of liking her, she just has this, um, uh, and maybe she wouldn't be attracted to me because I'm not a barbarian, but uh, she she does have that sort of blind um, uh, devotion to Thundar to almost a fault, and I could see that kind of coming into play in uh, any kind of relationship she were to try and have, uh, even with me, just sort of like that, like... Uh, I don't know, maybe super clingy. Yeah, a little clingy, and she's got the magic, so it's like you know you don't really want to mess, you don't want to do anything wrong around her because she could turn you into something. Or oh yeah, if you like upset her, she could go like yeah. bonkers and just. But it also seems like fairly easy to negate her sorcery because it happens a lot. So all you have to do is hold her hands. Yeah, and... right. So and there's always some situation where she can't use it for whatever reason. So. But she usually does figure out a way. Like you know, as soon as you as soon as you think she's out of the picture, Ukla shows up and uh, he's untied her or whatever, and and then you're she creates like a golden cage out of sorcery. Exactly. 
Yeah, <laughs> a light bridge or something like that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to the next category. And this is the one I called the one who got away. And this is, um, this is that person you can, um, who you might have gotten together with at some point along the way. Um, but sh- maybe he or she was just a bit out of your league or you weren't quite compatible with this person or there was something that happened and they eventually moved on or you eventually moved on. You don't hold grudges. You have fond memories uh, of their relationship. Um, this time, Kristen, we will start with you. Oh, okay. Um, all right. So for this one, I chose Batman because I, I think we would be the friggin' hottest couple, but we would just... <laughs> It, there's just no way it would work. I think because <laughs> we would both get in our superhero business and just, I know we'd be on opposite ends of the situation all the time and just butt heads. And it would come down to one of those hot, like, are we going to make out or kill each other situations a lot? <laughs> so Which I think come for, up more often than you think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think for everyone's safety, it would be better if we just eventually part ways. So you, um, and now you're choosing specifically Batman here, not Bruce Wayne Batman. Are you assuming you don't know who's under the mask? Yes, because when I meet him, I've already decided that I'm going to be in my superhero person too. Okay. You know, if I'm in that, um, if I'm that in the cartoon world. Right. That's fair. Yeah, That's a fair. You're gonna assumption. have like a Batman Catwoman thing kind of going on there, right? Oh my god! Yeah, is it hot in here? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that would be that. Good one. Good. Yes, good choice. And I can see where the whole like you know Batman. I, I think that's one of the interesting things is like a lot of these characters have had. Um, girlfriends you know like superman has lois lane as a girlfriend and peter parker has had a couple of different ones that you know like mary jane and gwen stacy and and uh but like batman has never really had a consistent uh you know catwoman i guess to some extent but there's never been that that consistent girlfriend character throughout the last 70 years because batman's girlfriend is fighting crime Right, exactly. He's yeah. he's just not a relationship guy. He's he's related. He's he's committed to the superhero biz. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. He's, he's a loner, daddy. He's a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think he would succumb to me for a little while. We, we would try to work it out, and then uh, and then we'd both you know decide that that was a mistake. Would you leave Gotham City just just for the sake of of all involved, or would you? Uh... Would you try and stick it out in Gotham City, but just avoid his his usual areas, avoid Crime Alley? Oh man, no, because then it would never end. Because even though you know, try and I'm really thinking this though. So <laughs> I think even if we broke it off, we'd eventually be crossing you know crossing paths, and and then it would end up in in bed or or in death. Yeah, so I think thing, I'd have to leave. <laughs> yeah, obviously this thing you got is bigger than the both of you, so you got to do something. About it. <laughs> yeah, and Gotham's you know his deal, so I would I would be okay with walking out. All right, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I didn't put a lot of thought into these. <laughs> Don't judge me. As well, you should have, because I did I as well. No posi- <laughs> yeah. I'm in no position to judge over here. <laughs> All right, Pax, what about you? Who was the one that got away for you? What, what underage? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, well, I believe she is. The, the one who got away I picked was um, Ultimate Sue Storm. 
um, from the Marvel Ultimate Universe, not the normal universe Sue Storm, because I don't like her. Um, the Ultimate uh, Sue Storm, um, you know, she's she's really pretty. She's also super smart, um, a lot of fun, just kind of spontaneous and you know sassy and everything. And it's one of those kind of the same thing. You know, you you have sparks, you know, things fly off, and then after like couple days and you're like i can't stand you you know and you have to get away from each other you know i mean i'm I'm sure eventually that she'd be like why why the hell am i with this guy and then she'd move on and go go sack down with uh, reed richards or whatever but um it's totally one of those it's just you know you can't deny it for a while and then either (laughs) like she gets a little clingy or i or she realizes hey i'm way above this guy's league i'm getting out of here so um Ultimate Sue Storm. Stop putting me in your invisible force field, Sue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> enough. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I think, um, no, no, I think you were saying she, she, and the Ultimate Sue Storm is, is a younger character, correct? Yeah. I think they are, uh, yeah, she was younger. So, yeah, I think of she's probably she right about yeah. the same age, like 16, <laughs> 17, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Things are starting to become crystal clear. <laughs> <laughs> Does well, your? It's, it's, I'm glad. I'm glad that we're finding all this out this episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the therapy session. Does like, does your yeah. wife listen to the episodes? <laughs> yeah. She will not listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to record a special episode 13 just for her, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what happened? Why does it go from episode 12 to episode 14? <laughs> 13's well, unlucky. We didn't record a 13. Yeah, we didn't do it with Jeej. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well. Very cool. Um, I, my my choice. I, I actually had a couple of choices here again as well. Um, the one that I will go ahead and and say is my top pick is very much like Kristen's. I chose Batgirl. <gasps> nice. And uh, I think um, the the thing I focused on is the part where I said out of your league. I think there is uh, no way that I would really be in Barbara Gordon Batgirl's league. She like I was saying earlier with Melody. You know, I do want to have. Uh, you know, uh, actually intelligent discussion with uh, with somebody. Uh, Barbara Gordon is a, a, a librarian or a former librarian. She eventually goes on to become Oracle. She has got to be like one of the smartest people in the world. Uh, there is no way that um, she is going to want to have a conversation with me every night. You know, so <laughs> it's just not going to it's just not going to last. I'm guessing. So. Well, would you really like? Would you really talk to to her? I mean, at the end of the night, you wouldn't. <laughs> I'm, I don't. I, mean, I don't mean it do like it came things. out wrong. I mean, <laughs> just do a bunch of other stuff. I mean, there's lots of different things. I mean, you wouldn't be talking people. about like normal people. Like, hey, honey, how was your day at work? Like, you wouldn't be having like that kind of conversation with her. I mean, I think there would be some like, yeah, there would be some of the everyday conversation of you know, like, how was it working at the marketing place? Oh, fine. How was it working at the library? Cool. You gonna go out and fight some crime tonight? Sure am. And then, you know, I don't know. I don't know where, where it goes from there. Oh, see, okay, that's why it wouldn't work out. You know, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're totally, I got nothing totally else. Right. That would never work. I told you, I have to script this stuff out. And so I, <laughs> I have to script everything out I said to Barbara Gordon. And I just don't know if I could keep up. Yeah, that's a lot. Or you can hire writers. I could hire writers. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> that's brilliant. Thank you. I have to get a better job. I can hire the Geek Girls Network. There you go. We'll write. We'll write all your your talking points. Script our podcast. 
And for extra money, we'll Bluetooth in. So if you get if you get yeah. caught up in a conversation, what am I saying oh, no. now? Oh no, this is diverging from the script. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't improv. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I had um, for a second and third choices. I had a couple of Disney characters, but not well, not like super popular ones, I guess, or maybe they're sort of popular. But I had uh, Giselle from Enchanted, and I had Jane from Tarzan. Oh, why not Jane? Um, I don't know. I I I don't think. I don't know if that would work out either. I don't know if she would, uh, if we, if she and I would necessarily be exactly compatible either. I mean, she seems to like uh, half naked men in jungles for one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good point. You could be that half naked man in the jungle. <laughs> I could be. <laughs> I am going to uh, check the internet for a loincloth uh, after this podcast. What about uh, what about you, Kristen? Did you have anybody else for this category that you thought of, or um, no? Actually, he was that was the first one that came to mind, and and I stuck with that one. Yeah, yeah. There's no there's there's nobody after Batman. <laughs> yeah, <there's, laughs> no. I mean, if it's not Batman, it's no one. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's odd. that's actually DC Comics is thinking about using that as their slogan <laughs> yeah, right. for the uh, for the next movie. If it's not Batman, it's no one. Well, Dark Knight really Rises. <laughs> Uh, Pax, did you have anybody else for the one who got away? Yeah, I had uh, one secondary. I had um, Meg from the Disney movie Hercules. Oh, a lot of Disney girls. I'm glad you didn't yes. say from Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, Hercules is one of my favorite uh, Disney movies, and um, I liked Meg. I could see I dated a girl like her in high school, uh, very sarcastic and and just smart and funny but uh after a while um it just it just doesn't work out so i could totally see one of us getting tired of the other one very quickly i don't really remember sad i'm i made a list of like disney character dudes i wasn't able to pick any for any of these categories because all the disney character dudes are either super jerks (laughs) or like these wussy sing-song guys who wants to (laughs) Who wants to date any of that? Yeah, the Disney princes, you know, the, the, the Disney movies are primarily princess-centric. There are a couple that, you know, the princes are, are a bigger deal. Like Aladdin, maybe, is the, the biggest prince character that Disney has that I can think of. I mean, there are probably other big, um, popular male characters, but in the princess line, Aladdin is probably the biggest they're all kind of douche. I mean, even like Aladdin, all right, but seriously, like that magic carpet ride would get old so fast. <laughs> like we the wouldn't make it past day two. <laughs> oh, are you going to show me the freaking dunes again? Yeah. Awesome. Oh, it's a whole new world. Well, it's only a whole new world the first time I see it. Yeah. Right. Bored. The same world. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the genie for a friend, though. Yeah. See, he I go out and party with, but not <laughs> enough to continue on date number two with Aladdin. Right. Uh, but yeah, a lot of them don't really have personalities, like the uh, like the Snow White Prince and the Sleeping Beauty Prince. I don't remember ha- having much. You know, they're like they just sort of pop in at the end and do the kiss and move on. Because they're supposed to be like the ideal, right? You know, just pop in and do 
What's that end. saying about girls? Like every girl's ideal <laughs> friends is some guy who like you really don't pay any attention to, who may or may not be hot depending on what you're into, <laughs> who really is only there to give you smooches. That's I, what huh. Disney's That's, telling you right yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> there's all kinds of commentary on what Disney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It we is amazing. I've had any relationships in in my lifetime. <laughs> like the way Disney, you know, like the way they sell, they uh, promote um, how to not listen to your parents. You know. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, kids, your parents are always wrong. Just watch every one of our movies. <laughs> <laughs> they just want to keep you down. <laughs> And us parents were like, hey, you want to watch this this Little Mermaid movie? And then it's not until later we realize, oh, wait, she like completely doesn't listen to her dad for the entire movie. But it's okay. <laughs> yeah, and they always okay. almost yeah. die. Yeah, right. It's okay. She got legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, moving on to the next category. We can, we can postulate on or criticize Disney later, I guess, but... The next category is uh, the blind date. So this was a, a little bit different from what the other two have been and what the uh, next couple will be as well. But this is, um, we have each chosen, and the other, no one knows who it is yet, but we've each chosen a character for somebody else on this podcast to go out on a date with. So um, <clears throat> let me see if I have this right. <laughs> I will be choosing for Kristen. Kristen, you will be choosing for Pax, and Pax, you will be choosing for me. Uh, do we have any volunteers as to who wants to go first? Ladies first. All right, so... Oh, I knew that. So, <laughs> ladies first, I will reveal my choice for Kristen, or Kristen will reveal her choice for you. Oh. Oh, yeah, good point. Um, <laughs> like we should have planned go, this out. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, you go first, CT. Okay. All right, so Kristen, I have uh, I have come up with a uh, blind date for you. He is... Um, he is very nice. He uh, he may not be the brightest uh, brightest person in the world, but I think I think he's a fun guy to hang around. His name is Philip J. Fry from Futurama. That is a perfect blind date for me. <laughs> Seriously, that was originally when I did the blind date category. I wrote down who I'd want to go on a blind date with, <laughs> and then I realized that that wasn't the the category. It was, <laughs> and he. And he was totally my, one of my blind date. That's awesome. It's like that I know awesome. you so well. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, Stalker, this is the last time I'm doing this show. <laughs> CT just crawls in your head and sets up camp. <laughs> yes, no, that's perfect. We would totally have so much fun. Yeah, I mean, what, it's something I kind of like. I mean, yeah, he's not the smartest guy, but sometimes I don't really get why Leela doesn't like Fry. I don't either. He's way... All right, so whatever. He's kind of goofy every once in a while. But for the most part, he's he's a good guy. Um, he saves a lot of stuff a lot of the time. <laughs> and uh, and he always means well. And he's kind of a cutie, you know. And crazy stuff is always happening to him. Like, I would think you would, you would never be bored. <laughs> right? <laughs> that is true. And also, and Bender's like the awesomest best friend to go hang out with. <laughs> I have to admit, I contemplated... Setting you up with Bender. <laughs> that would just that would be super disaster. Yes, yes. I, it, I, it, would, it would start out at a bar and end up in jail. And <laughs> a jail like on another planet, like not on Earth. <laughs> yeah, no good choice. <laughs> but yeah, Bender would always be hanging around. So if if 
if you were going on a date with Fry, you're essentially going on a date with Fry and Bender. <laughs> All right. Yeah, maybe I'll, well, maybe I'll start the date with Fry like by ourselves, and then we can meet Bender at the bar later. Oh, but I'm just saying, like Bender's going to show up and be like, hey, "How's it going?" You know. <laughs> <laughs> Or he'll just all of a sudden be sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, smoking cigars and stuff. Yeah, that would be fun times. <laughs> all right, Kristen, who <laughs> did you choose then for PAX? All right, I actually had I had two that I'm still, even to this moment, having a hard time choosing between. Um, they're both they're both hot. Um, they're both kind of like just kick-ass ladies and got good heads on their shoulder. All right, I got a good um, idea then. Double date. Pax and I, double date. Give us both <laughs> names. Okay. Chitara <laughs> and wow. Leela. Nice. Chitara, really? yes. So I think the two of them, they're like super fun. You could probably talk to them about like normal people stuff. Um, and if it came you know, time to it, they would totally kick people's butts. Totally. And that's funny. You know, as long as you're into like the leopard print and or Cyclops thing. That was the only yeah. thing I was worried about. Totally. Chitara is actually on my list of 11 or so people that I put down that I had crushes on when I was growing up because. Oh, word. T- yeah. Cause she is, she is awesome. I loved her. I wasn't a huge Thundercats fan, but I loved her. Because, I mean, I was a big fan of Cheetahs because I was a fan of the Flash. And I just imagine, and she had the super speed thing going on in the martial arts. It was just awesome. That's why I loved her. So she's definitely, that's huge. That was a big one. All right. So you are you claiming Chitara I just claimed Chitara. Okay. CT, sorry. That's, oh, that's fine. That's fine. Because <laughs> I, I, I think uh, Leela would be a fun, good conversationalist. Uh, she does have the one eye thing going on. I will admit that I had contemplated putting Leela on my... Uh, the one who likes you more than you like them, but I didn't really think she would like me, so <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't put her on my list. So. <laughs> but yeah, I think that would be a there would be a very entertaining uh, double date packs. Let's let's uh, let's do that in Cartoon World someday. Oh yes, yes, I am. Yeah, let's schedule that. <laughs> yes, and then I want I want credit if anybody has cartoon babies. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you have to name you have to name your first half cat, half human cartoon baby, Kristen. <laughs> okay. We it's, yeah, so we went there. All right. <laughs> I will do that. <laughs> we said it might be a little creepy. <laughs> half cat cartoon babies. Half cat, half human cartoon baby. Named Kristen. <laughs> awesome. Oh, I don't like where this is going anymore. Sounded <laughs> like, like a good idea in my head. <laughs> no, it's great. It's perfect. This is exactly what I wanted for this episode. <laughs> the creepier, the better. <laughs> exactly. All right, Pax. Uh, who did you set me up with on uh, on a blind date? All right, I set you up with. I wanted you to go on a fun, spontaneous date. Okay. So I wasn't, I'm not shooting for you're going to find your soulmate. I I'm, want you to have a good time, my friend. Okay. Oh, so enjoy my. the ride. I picked, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not Mrs. Right. Mrs. Right now. So the one I picked for you is Harley Quinn. 
Because for some reason, I just imagine you just dating the crazy. And I don't know why in my head that's what I think. I just imagine you dating the crazy. Yes, that would be... Uh... That that might be a blind date I would not survive. I can see, <laughs> yeah. like, like I said, enjoy the ride, my friend. <laughs> my my fear there is like you know I like you know I sit down at the restaurant and then there's you know Harlene Quinzel walks in and then you know an hour into it suddenly Mr. J shows up and <laughs> I, I don't know half the restaurant explodes. <laughs> You're in, like, the Joker van. <laughs> I guess I will continually have a smile on my face the whole time, one way or the other. One way or the other. I could take that someplace where I'm not going to, I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. That's I'm, fine. I'm resisting. <laughs> Why stop now? <laughs> okay, well, let's move on to the next category. And this one was uh, one, actually, that PAX came up with. It's a great, to- a great category I hadn't even thought of uh, initially when uh, we were kind of coming up and crafting this uh this uh, episode and this is the bad one and uh, you know it's the bad girl the bad guy the one that you should not be attracted to but yet are and uh, uh, I'll go ahead and start this time Um, I said the Baroness from G.I. Joe from Cobra I did I just pick yours Pax (laughs) no no you didn't I was just I was just stunned by the brilliance of that choice. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I just that she was when when you threw out this category, it was like, oh yes, the Baroness is going here. It was almost like an, it, instantly that's where I'm putting her. Um, nice. So excellent choice. Yes, there you go. All right, uh, Kristen, what about you? Uh, Sterling Archer. Sterling Archer. Oh, from Archer. From Ar- from Archer. Yeah, oh, that is a great show. He's, oh god, he's so much Total. trouble. But that is a yeah, good one. Wow. Disaster ran all over it, but oh, it'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, total epic fail, but epically awesome at the same time. <laughs> Correct. Now I will I will admit my ignorance. Uh, this is this must be a show that I have not seen. What? Who is Sterling Archer? Oh God! Have you not seen this? Um, it's a cartoon on FX. Um, he works for, you know, like a big government agency thing, and he's just—he's lazy, and he's a womanizer, and he shoots everybody, and he—he um, he treats his help like garbage. <laughs> he, just... he cares for nothing except himself and his own well-being, <laughs> and he's completely selfish, and it's hilarious, and. Um, the the Julia Walter the one that does uh that plays uh, Bluth, um, Li- uh, Lucy Bluth. Oh she, yeah, she's his mom. She's oh his mom. okay, and and uh, they have kind of an uncomfortable relationship. Yeah, they have this weird relationship, and it's like an office. It's almost kind of an office thing. Like they have this spy agency, but it's all in the office there, and they're all talking about it in the office. I mean, it's hilarious. You can stream it on uh, Netflix. That's how I watch it. Okay. Well, it's really, he's so he's he's just filthy and so damn sexy for a cartoon. <laughs> you're right. I mean, he typically wakes up, you know, like naked with bras and panties all over the room, and um, he just he'll knock hookers out into the floor. <laughs> I just the more I talk about him, the less appealing he seems. But I know, I know. When like, you watch it, like, I swear, he's I'm so, wanting you to stay away from him now. Like, no, don't <laughs> yeah. get anywhere near him, Kristen. <laughs> I would, and I think, like, the type of person that I am, I'd see, you know, this kind of 
this kind of debaggery like a mile away and I wouldn't want to have anything to do with him. But I know after <laughs> some gummy bears and scotch that I just <laughs> completely wiped off my feet. And I'm like, gummy like bears. I know this is going to, it's a, it's his thing. So I'm just wanting, cause we're, since we're talking about cartoons, we're not talking about the gummy bears, the bears themselves, right? We're talking about the candy. <laughs> talking about yes. The candy. Okay. Oh yeah, no, no, no crossover here. Oh God, that'd be awful. <laughs> I just didn't know if we were going into another weird territory here. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm surprised that, that has not been crossed yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pax, who is your uh, your the your bad one? Um, my the bad girl I picked that uh, this was another one that was a crush back when I was, she's from the comic books, Madeline Pryor. She is an evil clone of Jean Grey from back in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, Marvel had a crossover event called Inferno. And uh, Mr. Sinister created Madeline Pryor um, as a clone to Jean Grey. And she became the Goblin Queen and started this whole um, revolt against the X-Men. So, But uh, I always liked Jean Grey, but I thought she was a little vanilla. And she, so Madeline Pryor is kind of the, the bad girl version of Jean Grey. And she was awesome. And she had like a... She had an even more ridiculously revealing outfit than like Power Girl. It was just like <laughs> it was weird, <laughs> but uh, but I mean she had such awesome powers with goblins and 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 these very supernatural type powers. And she had and she always had this awesome like evil lighting on her. I mean she was just really awesome, but um, obviously stupendously evil. And <laughs> so she goes on my bad girl list. Good good choice. Um, I think like. I actually contemplated uh, Jean Grey for one of my choices along the way. I, I did not wind up uh, choosing her for anything. But uh, this, to me, is probably not exactly the category to talk about it. But I, I did sort of think about the um, the whole idea of, like, the Betty-Veronica dichotomy. Yeah. And uh, and there is sort of that, like, you know, Betty kind of goes along with the, the one who likes you more than you like them or something along that line where um, – you know, she's the nice, sweet one, and then you know, Veronica might be the one who's a little bit more bad. And uh, I think I tend to be more of like a, a Betty fan than a Veronica fan. So, uh, you know, outside of the Baroness, I really didn't have. There really wasn't anybody because uh, I <laughs> I tend to favor non-Veronicas. Yes. <laughs> Oh, so you didn't have any secondary bad girl? I had a couple of like ideas. Like if you had chosen the Baroness, I might have mentioned somebody. But no, it really it was it was the Baroness for this and no one else. But what about you, Pax? Did you have somebody else in mind? Uh, yeah, I had one other because um, these were the two that popped into my mind when I told you about bad girls. Um, <laughs> this this character is from a video game series, the uh, SSX snowboarding series. And uh, her name's Elise, and she's like short blonde hair and supermodel, like, and she's always my character that I play, but she's like super hot, super involved in herself, and just totally like would brush, like, use me and then brush me off. So it's like completely poison relationship, but I can't stay away. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. You can't stay, you'll put another quarter into the machine and keep playing the game. Yeah, I just hit reset and. We're together again. <laughs> what about you, Kristen? Did you have someone besides Archer? Um, I did. I had um, originally. I was thinking um, Trent. Actually, I had to look his name up because I couldn't remember. He was kind of like the bad dude from the cartoon Daria. 
Oh, yeah. Like the black spiky hair, which I would totally been into long ago. Um, but I crossed him out. And then I was thinking Brock Samson. Brock Samson, yeah. That's a, that's a, I would be okay with you and Brock Samson hooking up. <laughs> <laughs> you you would approve of that? I would be okay with that because I know Brock. I know Brock Sampson could take care of you. <laughs> he could, and that's why I'm like he's not bad enough. So then I crossed him out. <laughs> All right. Well, let's um before we move on to the final category, I just thought we'd maybe insert in here a couple of like if you, if anyone had any sort of honorable mentions, like somebody who you know, like well, I really wanted to mention this character, but I couldn't figure out where he or she would go on the list. Um, so for example, I did have. I did have a couple like I didn't uh, I didn't ever put Scarlet from G.I. Joe anywhere. And I thought about like if we were going um, talking specifically cartoon, I couldn't put her anywhere. I didn't really like the Scarlet from the cartoon enough. If we were talking Scarlet from the comic books, I could have seen, you know, making something happen there. But uh, uh, I I didn't I didn't fit her in. Um, Lois Lane from the Fleischer Superman era. Gem from Gem, you know, Jerrica from Gem. Nice. I contemplated uh, yeah. Daphne. I kept talking about Daphne all week with I was when I was going over this list with my wife. I, I probably brought up Daphne half the time, but I never put her anywhere on the list. So those are just a few choices that um, that didn't didn't make the cut. Uh, Kristen, did you have anybody any sort of shout outs you wanted to give before we move on to that final category? Um, I did actually. Well, Fry, which I'm so happy was my blind date because I couldn't fit him anywhere. <laughs> um, and actually, uh, Fry Lock. Uh, from uh, from Aqua Teen, oh, just yes, I feel yeah. like oh, we'd okay. have something, but I c- couldn't place them in a category. And um, an Atomic <laughs> Robo, which I'm so totally in love with, but he lives forever. And um, I'm not sure how physiologically that business would happen, so <laughs> I didn't I didn't put him in a category either. He's not a Yasung <laughs> model uh, android, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. No taboos here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, actually, I need to. I need to read more of that Atomic Robo comic. It seems like something I. I've, I've read a couple of the free ones and stuff. It seems like something I would totally love, and I just haven't uh, taken the uh, taken the time to do it. Yeah, it's great. It's definitely like one of my favorites. I may bring that up and may, may bring that up again in just a minute. Uh, Pax, what about you? Um. Yeah, I, I have a couple here. The Surprisingly, two of them got mentioned. Chitara and Jem was on my list, also. CP. Um, now, when it I came also, when it comes to Jem, did you were you more of a Jem fan or a Jerrica fan, or was, was uh, she kind of like at Prince Adam and He Man? There's no real difference. Yeah, I I saw him as a difference, but I kind of liked the dichotomy. Also, um, I, I liked them both. I, I just I like. I don't I don't know. I mean, because I didn't watch the show that often, but. Um, I had my brother liked it, and he was younger than me, so I'd watch it every once in a while. And I and I've watched a couple episodes, um, re- like recently, and and they're not that bad. I just, I love the theme song for some reason. It's I just, whenever I hear it, I can't get it out of my head. It is truly truly outrageous. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> and so, uh, but I, yeah, I was a big fan of Jen and her alter ego. Um, just one or two others I had put down, and she was always a crush, but it was kind of a weird one. A uh, nanny Dickering from Crack Magazine. She did. Uh, they they drew her. She did interviews with parodies of famous celebrities, and she looked a lot like like an Elvira. She, I think she was a take on Elvira. Um, she actually looked to like originally she looked like Betty, but then they changed her to look like Elvira. So I always 
kind of liked her. I think that was the last one. Oh, one other. Um, her name is Judy Nails. She's from Guitar Hero. Uh, nice. Was, yeah, she's always my, my character when I play Guitar Hero. Yeah, she's my yeah. She was my wife's character too. So I uh, I, I always like that character. All right. Oh, and the, the Teen Angels from uh, Cave Captain Caveman. <laughs> okay, Again no. with the young girls. Hey, I know it's it's a, it's a sickness. I need help. <laughs> <laughs> All right, any more? Uh, that that tip for the honorable mention. Did you have any? I guess here's what we'll do. We'll um we'll move on to the next category and we'll begin with any honorable like any runners up and then let you end with the one. So this is this category is the one. This is your dream cartoon girl or guy. This is the one you'd want to spend the rest of your cartoon life with. Um, so let's let's hear who the one is. We'll go with Pax, then we'll go to me, and then we'll end with Kristen. So Pax, um, this time begin with sort of the, the runners-up and then end with the one. All right. I mainly only had two in this one. So the runner-up in this one was uh, Princess Adora and She-Ra. She is my runner-up. She, she. I, I will uh, say I will also had her as a runner-up in my category as well. I, I, yeah, strongly no, contemplated a big, Adora and and she. Yeah, big fan of that show, um, and I like the character. I didn't. I don't know. I just I just enjoyed her as a, as a character, and so she was she was very close to being my number one, but she, she didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who then is the one? The one, and you already mentioned her. Actually, is Betty. Oh, Betty from uh, Archie Comics. Yes. Nice. And she seemed, uh, when I actually got down to the psychology of it, like you'd like to do, I uh, thought that she would be the closest match to me and um, we would uh, be most compatible. Yes. And I've always liked Betty more than I've liked Veronica, like you mentioned. Yeah, Betty, I'm, I can... Uh, man, I'm now I'm like almost a little jealous. Like, man, why you picked <laughs> Betty and like now I... Like I want to fight you or something. Let's <laughs> <laughs> right. take this outside. Let's, let's take this off Skype right now. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, well, Betty's a, a great choice, and um, all right, I guess I guess I'll I guess I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> allow You'll step aside. It. <laughs> if you love something, say <laughs> yes. Um, well, actually, it's kind of an interesting question, uh, Kristen. What about you? Like, do you? Is there any kind of Betty Veronica dichotomy that exists uh, for for you? I mean, that seems to be something that comes up with guys a lot. But is there is there a similar relationship that exists that the girls sort of struggle with? You know, I don't think so. I mean, there's there's the alter ego, you know, ones like a Superman or a Batman. But I can't I can't think of any that would be like a actual dual characters. Sort of like. Um, did you ever watch Lost? No. I was just thinking uh, like a like a Jack Sawyer Jack sort of situation Sawyer, yeah. or something like that. Like a like a Wolverine Cyclops maybe. Um Oh yeah, that could be a good one. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Oh. Uh, dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> well we, I won't go there then. Alright. All right, so. <laughs> it's too late in the game to it's alter my answers now. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, then uh, we'll move on to my the one. And um, so I mentioned uh, Shira was a runner-up. I also had uh, Belle from Beauty and the uh, Yeah Beauty and the Beast was a runner-up for me as well. Good she one. Uh, she is 
probably my favorite of the Disney princesses. Um, she, uh, again, very, uh, very intelligent, very pretty, um, can put up with just about anything because she puts up with the beast for quite some time. So I, you know, she's going to hang around with somebody who has lots of faults and, uh, and unfortunately, I have a couple myself. He's really so hairy. He's really hairy. <laughs> <laughs> so she can appreciate good hair, which is good. And uh, so uh, she likes also uh, objects that you know walk around that shouldn't. So that, I like that too. Uh, but my uh, my the one my choice for the for the one. This is something I actually uh, mentioned on a previous podcast, and I, it came out when I was rewatching Spider Man and his Amazing Friends. I've chosen Firestar. I love the relationship um, that that she and Iceman and Peter Parker have on that show. Um, Firestar, I, I can see uh, Peter Parker and Bobby Drake kind of both of them pining over her. And as I'm watching the show, I'm like, I totally see why I told she is. Yes, I completely get it. And uh, I think Firestar at this, at this moment in time would be my cartoon girl. Good nice. Call. Yeah. I like that. So you approve? You, <laughs> I do. You'll step I aside. And <laughs> I will step aside and let you have her. <laughs> All right. Betty uh, and I will step aside and let you. <laughs> oh man, Are you guys gonna fight it out or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see if Pax comes back next week. <laughs> May just be Gigi and I. <laughs> quote-unquote accident yes <laughs> all right we'll move on to Kristen. so who for you is the one um well all right my runner up was uh vankman from the real ghostbusters <laughs> yes <laughs> who is just an awesome character and way more dateable than actual bill murray <laughs> um yeah i it's a, it's sort of a truth is that all the uh, cartoon Ghostbuster characters are probably better than the movie Ghostbuster characters, and <laughs> probably just because they had more time to kind of grow as characters and do more things. But but that's definitely uh, there's definitely something to that. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and you know he was like you know almost probably the most realistic of everybody. Great freaking sense of humor, sarcastic. Um, but I decided on Donatello. <laughs> for my one from the turtles yes sir <laughs> yes humanoid turtles i knew we would get an animal in here at some point <laughs> i know that there's you know he's got the turtle thing going but he's awesome he's a lot of fun um he shares my affinity for pizza <laughs> um he's purple is um you know his color that's my color um he's totally kick-ass great sense of humor like i totally think that we would be you know, we could be awesome on dates. We could be aw- awesome just, you know, sitting on the couch eating a pizza together. And um, and I think he would be totally cool, like, you know, if we needed to fight some crime, that he'd be fine with me, like, getting his back and doing it together. He he could teach you some cool ninja moves. Right? Yeah. Right. And secretly, I carry around throwing ninja stars in my purse anyway. So, I mean, really, that's, that is a match. I mean, it doesn't get any more perfect than that. I would say so. <laughs> that great choice. I cannot argue that choice. <laughs> Thank you. I am seeing some real potential, though, down the road, like many years from now. Uh, Pax and Chitara's children 
hooking up <laughs> just... and having like a play date <laughs> with Kristen and Donatello's children or something like that. That's that's or maybe even down the road, like many more years, maybe like Pax and Chitara have have a girl and Kristen and Donatello have a boy and the two of them wind up someday getting married. And then we'll have like human I... <laughs> Oh god. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> It'll be awful or we'll make millions. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or it could be like the Muppets or something where like if you have a boy, <laughs> Pax, if you have a boy, it'll be a human. If you have a girl, it'll be a cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the way it'll be in a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, it follows one or the other. <laughs> Split the genomes right down the middle. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine with me. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I think we did pretty good. We we kind of skirted some creepiness here or there, but I think we had a good discussion about um, the cartoon crushes, and I I enjoyed it quite a bit. I hope Pax and Kristen, you did as well. Yeah, that was way fun. <laughs> I did. I'm actually shocked. I know Jijin here. I thought you would squeeze in Lieutenant M. Rest from Star Trek the animated series. We can only assume G- that was Jijin's the one was was Lieutenant yeah. M. Rest. So yeah, until I was really hoping he'd bring it. Until he chimes in otherwise, that will be the assumption. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think then we will move on to our next little segment, and it is the nerd to-dos. And Kristen, we'll start with you. In the millions of things that I have to do, I really, really want to get reading some more comics. And um, my friend John Stump uh, for New York Comic bought me uh, Back All Rising, and uh, I've never read, I don't really read DC at all, so I, I need to get on this because he's pretty sure that I'm going to love this one. This is Bat, Batgirl Rising? Yeah. Is this part of the 52 or is this something else? Uh, no, before the 52. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Was it a miniseries or? Um, you know, I, can, I don't know anything about it, to be honest. I don't typically read capes. So um, it's now become a challenge among my friends to try and get me a cape that I'm going to stick to. And he feels pretty confident that he's picked a winner. So I, don't, I really I don't know anything about it. Well, you'll have to uh, let us know when you have. Uh, and maybe we'll have you down, have you on again, and, and you can report back on uh, what you thought of it. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, Pax, what about you? What's on your nerd to do? Uh, first thing on my list, and Jeej mentioned this um, last time. Um, but this is literally on my list right now is watch the Star Wars holiday special um, for an upcoming episode of ours. Um, the second thing I have, I, <laughs> and this one's kind of crazy, but like I literally on Sunday decided to run um, my second marathon in December. And so I have like a month to prepare and I ran one last December, but the nerdy thing about it is I need to decide what superhero shirt I'm going to wear when I run it. Cause when I ran my first marathon, I wore the flash shirt and I don't know if I want to wear flash again. Do I want to pick a different superhero? So that's actually what I'm concerned about. Instead of the training, I'm actually concerned about what superhero <laughs> I'm run my marathon as. That's what I'm concerned so about as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I need, I need to, Maybe I'll do reverse flash. I was going to say Zoom. I used to actually have a Zoom, a Professor Zoom reverse flash t-shirt. Yeah, I may have to go find that one now. So so that, that's on my to-do list right now. Thanks. I love your priorities. Yeah, <laughs> right. 
You should set up a uh, like a poll or something on the blog and have people like maybe come up with a list of five or six or something and have people vote. I should. I, I mean, I also have because I, I debated about oh, well, I can go as Captain Kirk. But when I ran, I just did a 10k in October for Halloween, and I was Kirk, the movie Kirk, um, for that. So I don't want to do that again. <laughs> so um, yeah, I may, I may have to put up a poll and see what people say. All right. Nice. We will uh, look forward to your decision. <laughs> I'll be sure to let the nerd lunchketeers know <laughs> what I'm going to dress up as when I run my marathon. <laughs> we don't care how you finish. We just want to know what shirt yeah, you right. wear. <laughs> That's what I'm like training, whatever. I got to pick a good shirt. That's what it's all about. Looking good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, for my nerd to-do list, um, I just tonight, just right, right here during the show, added uh, Atomic Robo to my list. And it's one of those things that keeps saying, I need to check out, and so I think what I might do is try and track down a couple of the first uh, few issues of that of that comic, uh, maybe on Comicsology or something, and and just uh, give it a taste and see if it is something I would indeed like. And it's uh, so worth it. Is it? Is it? Looks like a kind of like Hellboy, but a robot. Kind of is the feel I get from it. Um, but I mean, yeah, I guess a little. But he's he's got way way better personality. There's there's. It's just, it's kind of like a slapstick, sarcastic uh, kind of comedy to it. Okay. Well, I will, uh, I will have to check that out. Uh, maybe the, is there like a, maybe an initial miniseries or something I can look at or just the first, you know, six issues or something. Maybe that's what I'll sort of focus on and, yeah, and yeah. decide from there. And then uh, also I've got uh, a bit of a kind of a school break coming up and I have also uh, taken advantage of some... Uh, online deals that have hit around uh, the Thanksgiving time and so I've got a I got a big old stack of Blu-rays coming my way including uh, the extended editions of uh, Lord of the Rings and uh, all six Rocky movies and so I'm going to try and uh, fit those in it won't be it won't be on it like in the next three or four weeks but it will definitely be soon try and uh, check out those movies uh, maybe have a little Rocky marathon or something so that's what's on my nerd to do list Nice. All right, yeah, well, that, that's gonna be a good marathon. I should watch your marathon. Sounds gonna be just as good as mine. <laughs> I used to decide <laughs> what shirt am I gonna wear when I watch the Rocky movies. <laughs> wear a Rambo shirt when you watch the Rocky. Movies. I should. I should. Or a Reverse Flash for no reason. Yeah. Right. <laughs> in honor. In honor of me and my marathon. <laughs> yes. I should watch the Rocky movies the same day you have your marathon. And, and, and I'll let you wear the reverse flash. I'll wear Rocky. <laughs> and we'll do our marathons. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, that, I think, does it for this episode, episode 13 of the Nerd Lunch Podcast. Thank you, Pax, for joining me. And also, thank you, Kristen. Word. Thank you guys for having me again. That was way fun. Oh, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, hey, before we wrap up, Kristen, why don't you hit us up with uh, Twitter and Facebook and URLs and anywhere we can uh, and listeners can uh, reach you and follow you. Well, I am all over your interwebs. I am at Geek Girls on the Twitters and the website is geekgirlsnetwork.com, which has all my other links on it. So you can check that out. All right, definitely check it out. Definitely follow her on Twitter if you don't already. And if you don't have a Twitter account, get one and follow her. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and speaking of Twitter, I am on the Twitter as well. I am at Nerd Lunch. And Pax is at Paxton Holly, P A X T O N H O L L E Y. 
And also, Jeej, who is not here, is Nerd Lunch Jeej. That's uh, J-E-E-G. And uh, you can also be sure to visit both nerdlunch.net and cavalcadeofawesome.net for the blog stuff going on. We do have something very special coming up. So this episode will drop and uh, on uh, the 28th or 29th of November and uh, the rest of this week that it drops. So the 30th of November, the 1st of December, and 2nd of December, there will be a special series of blog posts. And it is called the Nerd Lunch Wives series. And it will feature blog posts written by the wives of the main three uh, podcasters of this podcast. And it is going to be very cool. So definitely check that out. Also, while I'm telling you about things you can check out, I am going to tell you to check out, once again, the most recent and upcoming episodes of the Atomic Geek podcast. They are available at theatomicgeeks.com and on iTunes. And is there an Atomic Geek nearby who can tell us what's coming up for their next episode? Hey, Nerd Lunchers. This is Michael D. Giovanni from the Atomic Geeks podcast. This week on our show, we're going to be talking about cameos. So you never know who will drop by. Listen to us on iTunes and at www.theatomicgeeks.com. All right, that sounds like a great episode, and I'm looking forward to checking it out. Also, word on the podcast in the street is that a new podcast in the Atomic Geeks Network is a coming soon, so be on the lookout for more information on that. Uh, also, we love iTunes reviews. Please, if you uh, have a spare moment, please go check out iTunes and leave us a little review there. Thanks for listening. Until next time, Kapla. This has been Nerd Lunch, a part of the Atomic Geeks Podcasting Network. Nerd Lunch theme by Rick Jackson. Music by Flannelhorn. Please place all trash in the receptacle. Thank you.